Hey, 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 welcome to the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. I am your host, Rolinda, and I am here as your coach, your spiritual advisor, to guide you through your healing while dropping some spiritual wisdom Jesus nuggets. The Psalms of My Emotions comes from my testimony of overcoming emotional turmoil that ultimately led me to my purpose. And my prayers for this podcast is that it will lead you all that are listening to your purpose while gaining the tools in the podcast for your healing. Let us hop right into another episode and let the healing begin. Hey, hey, everyone. Oh, this lighting just sucks, but it's going to work. <laughs> it's going to work today, this light. All right. So welcome, welcome, welcome to a new episode of the Psalms of My Emotions podcast, live podcast. I want to welcome you guys um, to this drop of Jesus nugget. Okay. (laughs) If this is your first time here, I'm going to just go ahead and jump into the introduction. Um, I'm just trying to get my little banner here. Um, Welcome, welcome, welcome to Emotion Monday. Emotion is a play on words. E is electronic. Motion is movement. And this is something that God released for me to do. Um, Just, you know, sometimes, you know, we you know, come from church on Sunday, we still need something to get us through the week. You know, it could be a um, confirmation and what God is talking to you about, or it could be, um, you know, it could be confirmation what God's talking to you about, or it could be just something that you need, right? The need push. We can never get enough of the wisdom of God. We can never get enough of I mean, me, I'm speaking for myself. I can never get enough of hearing God's voice and hearing what he thinks about things and and, and his guidance. So I can never get enough of his presence. So I thank God, you know, that he gives me these wisdom nuggets to share. Right. And the thing about it, you know, every week I sometimes I'm like, I feel like they think I'm just always uh, having a whip, always doing a whooping. But guess what? That's how God deals with me. Right. I'm always getting the whooping, right? I'm always getting the whooping. And I think, you know, my pastor always says that, you know, God, God's mouth is too big. You know, why does it have to be just blessings? Why can't it be even with conviction, right? Doesn't have to be blessings. If God whooped me, guess what? I'm pretty sure he's whooping a lot of his children. And, you know, they a lot of people just need guidance, you know, how to, guide and get wisdom through the trials of life and emotions. And that's my specialty is helping you guys navigate through your emotions. So, you know, welcome to Emotion Monday. I call these Jesus nuggets that I drop almost every Monday. I try to be on here every Monday and I have um, thoughts of the days and everything. And I just want to drop this nugget while I'm in here. Amen. Thank you. Wonderful words of wisdom to start the week right. Thanks, Rolinda. You're welcome. All praises to God. Um, So if you guys don't know or do know, I do have a um, 
it's a way to support this podcast. But in the midst of you supporting the podcast, right? Um, it's it's the lowest is like two ninety nine a month, highest is four ninety nine a month. But in the midst of you supporting the podcast, it's like a crowdfunding. Um, you receive, you know, these um other private wisdom nuggets that I do drop in there that's only accessible to um the patrons, right? Um, and then also I have a live prayer room. And also there will be ebooks that will, will be released. And then uh, when I get my academy started, you'll get a discount just for supporting the podcast, right? And it's a monthly thing, or you could um, um, support by any amount, right? So I don't have the site here, which that would be smart for me to have a link here, but I don't right now. Well, I, I think I do. Wait, let me see if I can. Hmm. You know what? I can't think of it right now offhand. Well, yes, I can. Patreon.thepofme.com slash, wait, no. Patreon.podbean slash the P of me. Mm -mm. I'm sorry, (laughs) y'all. Uh, the P of me. Okay. I think, I I think this is right. Um, so I don't know if it's going to show up on here as a link or for you guys to click on there, but that is the link. Um, and it's for, um, Podbean. And if you have Apple, if you listen to this podcast on Apple, um, if you, follow the podcast. It should have a subscription option. I kept y'all Apple heads in, man. I'm not an Apple user, right? I'm a Android, <laughs> team Android, but that's a whole nother story. So welcome, welcome, welcome. We're just going to go ahead and get started. And you guys know the hashtag, or if you don't, you're hearing it for the first time, let the healing begin. Yay. <laughs> so we're going to let the healing begin. So the topic today is um, make a decision. Make a decision. And I know some of you have seen the title and just like, how's she telling me to make a decision? Like make a decision on what? What I find, um, especially going through life, right? That um, everything is predicated on the decisions that we make, right? Nobody makes these decisions for us that, uh, that guide our life. We make these decisions. We make choices, right? God gives us free will to make decisions. And there is something that my mom tells me, you know, that I remember and I probably will carry for the rest of my life. I even used it (laughs) as an opening point in my initial sermon that I ever preached was that, you know, life is all about choices, right? Your life is built on what you choose. So if you're going to blame anyone on how your life turns out, what direction your life goes, you have to look and evaluate your choices. What choices did you make in life, right? You know, that led you down maybe a bumpy road or, you know, had you going around circle and circle and circles all the time, right? <laughs> you know, me just thinking back in my life, I can kind of see what choices or where I would be if I would have chose the choices that I wanted to make if I didn't listen to or adhere to the guidance of God and 
I always look at it because in points of my life where there was no church, right? Um, I was in church up until I was age 11. And then from like 11 to 30, there was no church. So it always amazes me how even in that vast period of not even being in the house of God, how I was still led, right? My footsteps were still ordered. And no matter what decisions I made, I still landed in this spot. But, you know, um, but there's a lot of things if I, I believe if I was and God, there are a lot of stuff I wouldn't have choices I wouldn't have made. But anyways, so I'm just going to go ahead and get into my notes. And I'm surprised I didn't do no definition, y'all. Y'all know I'm a definition girl, right, about decisions. I didn't even look up decisions. That's crazy. Usually I'd be on it with the definitions, but we're going to look it up while y'all on here with me. So the definition of decision, because I love how it uh, definitions open things up for us. Um. It is a conclusion or resolution reached after consideration. Um, the action or process of deciding something or of a resolving a question, a formal judgment. So, you know, you got to think about, um, you know, so even with this definition, it says that a conclusion or resolution reached after consideration. So you have to think and ponder on when you make decisions. So what were things or what were your what was your environment? What was your thought process when you made those decisions? Right. You have to think about that. You know, sometimes our our, our environment, our friends, you know, who we hang around with causes us to make, you know, um, unhealthy decisions. Right. You know, wherever we are. Right. I don't like this lighting in here. This is just crazy. It's dark. OK, Um <laughs> So, you know, just to get into a little bit of, you know, my story, um, just a little bit so I can let you guys know I'm not just cracking a whip every week, just saying y'all better than No, this is me, right? I always have to put myself in my um, testimony in here because this is called the Psalms of my emotions, which, you know, this would be the Psalms of your emotions, but this is the Psalms of my emotions. This is a testimony of what I went through, right? So, um I have here, there were decisions made that if I continued, it would have took me down a wrong path, right? Um, I could just think back, you know, there was, I could definitely see a definite road of witchcraft, right? You know, we don't want to say that and admit that to ourselves, right? Um, when people come to Christ, I, I believe we forget, we forget, you know, we, we've all we're we're not in a place where we've made choices and everything right, right? We've chose we've came to Christ pretty much because we've been through stuff, right? So, if you look back, really, especially if in you're a, a decent place, right, um, in God and trying to follow God, you have a hunger for God, you will see where the enemy tried to lead you. Right. I can honestly say that because of now me coming to a, a knowledge of who I am and my purpose, I can see how the devil tried to pervert that. Right. Um, the opportunities that I, I mean, and I, I say it all the time, like um, just how my uh, how my mind is. Right. Um, me being delivered from manipulation and control. I can see how 
the enemy would want to use that. And um, I'm, 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 I think a lot, right? I'm, I'm an intellectual. I'm intelligent. <laughs> I'm creative, right? So I can see how he may have wanted to use that. And I can see in avenues where, you know, um, like I majored in radio television production. You know, at first, I'm like, I just want to write. And then I started to get alert to probably be part of like the production part. But then, you know, these opportunities popped up, right? You know, um, it was an opportunity to intern at BET. It was an opportunity to intern at these places. But it was just something in me that just was like, I'm not going to take that. I'm, I'm not even going to attempt. I'm not going to call the number, right? Because, and I thought about it in hindsight. If I would have took that opportunity in this space that I was in, that I wasn't, con you know, connected with God like I was supposed to. Yes, I would have probably shot up to, to, to a famous level really quick. I would have been in the limelight really quick, right? <laughs> I would have had the, this, this, this that people always often pray for, right? I would have got there quick, but what, what would I would have been, right? What would have I agreed to? What snare would I would have been in, right? I would have been too far gone to want to even follow God. I might still eventually probably found it, been in a place, but it, I would have really been, would have been through some stuff. Because I'll tell you something, the devil can never create a path for you. He can only pervert it. He can only pervert it because the path that God has for you, that's created by God. And the only thing that the enemy will do is pervert that path by having you make these decisions, deceiving you deception, right? Will have you make these decisions that have you go into another path. All he can do is deceive you. All he can do is play with your emotions, right? And you'll be down a dusty road, a dusty trail <laughs> that you don't want to be on because he was able to deceive you. And that's why we always have to be aware, uh, try to be self-aware on how we feel, how we're feeling and, you know, um, getting a handle right on our emotions because you know you're you can't rely on your emotions right so again i could have been down a, a a wrong path you know of witchcraft and completely out of the will of god you know making decisions that would have took me completely out of the will of god and so the negative effects of living out of the will of god that's why it's important to even go to god about your decisions because the negative effects of living out of the will of God is no peace. Are some of you experiencing no peace because of your decisions, right? And another is discontentment. You're always searching. You're a wanderer. You know, do you feel like you're always trying, you know, just so many things or you're always, you know, searching. And then once you do get what God has had, you know, once you do get what you prayed to God for, it's like after maybe a month or two or six months, it's still not enough. Right. And then now you're making another decision to do something else and it's still not enough. <laughs> right. So, you know, that's what what happens when you make these decisions and you don't consult God with it. Right. You know, so. um, And the thing about decisions is no one can get you out of the decisions that you make. You can make a decision and no one can get you out because this is the path that you decided to be on. Um, and I'll get into it later, but the, there's a good thing, you know, no matter what decision that you make, 
right? You know, it's a good thing that God always makes good and tries to kind of bump you, right, until the right path. Yep, going down a slippery slope. Slippery slope real quick, right? <laughs> you know, and you're like, how did I get here? It's because of a decision. It's a decision, right? So we have to really be careful about our um, decisions, you know, and like I said, no one can get you out of the decision you make. We have to take ownership of what we have decided, right? We can't blame anybody for making us make a decision, right? You, you just can't. No one has that power to make you make a decision. You made the decision to, you know, if you, you took wrong advice or took wrong counsel, that was your decision. That's still a decision. That is a decision you make. So sometimes, I don't even have this in my notes, your decision could cause you to be, and I think it is, I said, it goes along with no peace. You can be going around in this cycle, this continual cycle. Well, God, you know, I can't get it together. And Lord, help me. You know, you plead in the God and then you find yourself uh, not hearing him or all of a sudden he's silent. And he's basically telling you, why are you not following the instructions that I have been giving you? Right. Like I spoke, but you decided to make your own decisions <laughs> and we're asking God to get us out of something that we've decided. Right. And sometimes he's at, he's really waiting on you to make a decision to choose to listen to him. He's waiting for you to make a decision to obey him. And you've made the decision to not obey him, to do your own thing, to go about your own plans. And when that failed, not all of a sudden we have our hands and our arms out, Lord, help me. And what he wants you to do is to come to him with what the decision that you make so he can redirect you, right? If you don't go and repent about that, how can God redirect you? Because guess what? You're going to think, well, maybe I did something along the way. Well, maybe I didn't make this. No, it's because you did not consult with God, right? So, and another thing, no one can pray you into a, into a decision. So you could be just sitting there. Oh, well, I just need, well, can you pray for me to, no. <laughs> you have to take that up with God. No one can pray you into a decision. You can't just all of a sudden, because of your decision, sitting in a place and you're like, somebody pray for me to make this decision. No, that's free will. If someone is able to control you making a decision, that's something else. That's witchcraft, right? The decision is up to you. It's free will. And if somebody is able to control your will, that is something else, right? So again, I did have that in my notes with the free will, free will, right? Make a decision. And some things are so simple. And I was discussing this with my sister. Um, some things, you know, even in the matter of, you know, us wanting to be, let's say, for example, um, let's say we want to be entrepreneurs or we want to be able to get things done. We want to be able to do a business plan, write a book, whatever. And sometimes we'll be praying to God so hard about that. And it, sometimes it just takes simple, natural discipline, right? You know, you be praying, we're praying, we're praying, we're praying. Lord, you know, help make this happen. Lord, help me do this. 
And then something's just not so spiritual. Some things require the spirit of go to sleep. The spirit will go to bed on time when you're supposed to. The spirit of take your vitamins. The spirit of go exercise, <laughs> right? The decision to take care of your body, right? If you're so, if you're really, really tired, you know, we praying, God, help me, give me strength. A lot of times it's in stuff that we we don't want to do. He's not gonna warrant that when it's when it's easy as to make a decision about what you want to do with your body, right? What do what your diet consists of, what you want to eat. That's your decision. He can't get that cheesecake out of you and all that salt and all that bacon out of you. You chose to eat that bacon, and guess what? There's consequences to you eating all that bacon. Right? There's consequences to eating all them biscuits. And I'm probably talking to myself. All them biscuits, all the cake, right? <laughs> all the steak, everything. It's consequences. And we're like, God, give me strength for the journey. And he's saying, stop eating all that food like that. <laughs> yes, the bacon. <laughs> you know, listen, oh, those decisions, some of the... Of, all the little things, cheesecake consequences. <laughs> oh, I like that. Cheesecake consequences, right? I can only blame myself for the decisions that I make, right? I get down on myself because if I want to get some stuff done, man, I should have went to bed early. I'm not sitting here and being like, God, you didn't get me out of this, right? You didn't do what you said you was going to do. No, that was your decision. So some stuff aren't isn't so spiritual. It's more so discipline, right? And we ask these questions expecting God to completely do the job. And I love it that it's so funny how when I do these Emotion Mondays, because these were already in my notes, how my pastor is kind of like he goes into a line with some stuff and he says stuff on Sunday. I'm like, I was just about to talk about that. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Lack of this. Something is just a lack of discipline. And that comes with you not making a decision to prioritize things that in the natural you can do. You don't require God to make decisions on exercising. Right. And eating. You know, he does give you things about eating, but he doesn't. You, Yeah. That's just unreasonable. That's just some things that just require discipline. So I think, you know, like I said, we ask these questions telling God, you know, help me with this and God, I want to live and God, I want to. And then, you know, we ask him these questions and these requests, expecting God to completely do it. Like we're supposed to magically wake up and have like no, no fat on our stomach. No, you know, just all of this stuff. He's just like, that was your decision, right? It's your decision that you tired even how to live pure right how to live a pure clean christian life you can't pray that you can pray for strength in some things but god is not gonna make you live purely live righteously right these are a sum of decisions that you make and what i tell a lot of people is that it gets easier when you keep making the same right decision. So then now your mind is conditioned, right? Um, in this behavior, because it's, it's not easy, but it does take discipline, right? Um, 
And sometimes God won't pull you out until you get disciplined, right? So you don't get in that situation again. That's it. You know, and like I said about living purely and look, living righteously, you know, um, let's say you want to stop, you know, fornicating or whatever. And it, it steps to that. It's decisions, right? It's every de everyday decisions that you make. God is not going to just take that feeling away from you, right? And really, if you are one that wants to get married, you don't want him to take that from you, <laughs> right? If you want to get married, you don't want him to take that from you. You just want, you just, you know, like I said, ask him for strength, but he's not going to take that away from you because that self-control, you know, you get is from making the constant decisions, right? You make the decision not to listen to uh, certain songs in the middle of the night. You know what them songs going to do to you, right? Watching certain movies, watching certain shows, you know, those are decisions, right? That you have to make. And once you continue to make those decisions daily, I promise you, I know this for a fact, your mind, you'll be able to switch your mind really quick. You'll be able to tell your mind, I don't want to think about that. Like, no, we're not about to do that today. And your mind will switch. Right? Yeah, stay away from them songs. You know them songs. Y'all know what songs I'm talking about. Like, there's certain R&B songs that you listen to that might take you back to a time, you know, may take you back to an old relationship, you know, just or, or it just paints such a vivid picture in your mind and then you're imagining and then you're replaying scenes and then you know you're um thinking about maybe somebody you might want to be with or whatever and then if that opportunity that comes up then you know you're easy to fall right and that just comes with decisions um yep like i decided to stop cussing i had to think about it every time i open my mouth and discipline myself with my words right exactly an open door for the enemy yes you open the gates right we need to learn how to close the gate make that decision to close the gate <laughs> close the gate because <laughs> yeah all of that things all of those things that you choose to do you know it's going to open up the gate to something right and i'll even go here because i don't care um, you know, just like even just with issues of masturbation, some people would think that that's okay because at least I'm not with the person. I'm not actually doing it, but you're putting fuel to the fire, right? You're putting, you're choosing to put fuel into the fire. You're continuing to reignite. Yes, it fans the fire. You're continuing to do it, but people just think that that's completely innocent no you know that's just an issue on so many levels because if you go into a marriage you know like that you're you're basically come going into the marriage you're going being selfish right you're only thinking about yourself right and then you're, you're not gonna know yeah <laughs> adding that gasoline that's right clad i knew you was gonna pop up somewhere yep adding that gasoline so you just have to always know how to, or try every day. It's a daily thing. Try to to quench it, and you know, you know, especially if you're if you're lonely, right? And you may be doing stuff because you're bored, 
So now you got to think of what can I fill with that time? You know, usually the best thing is to fill it with devotion, fill it with worship to God, right? And when you worship, you know, and, and you do it on a regular, you'll want to do that in place of doing what you used to do. No, <laughs> just making dinner. We were talking about that baking class, about that discipline to eat right. You find yourself tired and out of breath and you telling God to heal your body and but you keep eating all this bacon and eating all these desserts and pies and all kinds of stuff. And you asking God to, you know, you'd end up getting diabetes and you saying God take the diabetes away and God telling you stop eating that stuff, right? <laughs> Just you can't pray. You made a decision, right? God can give you strength, but he's not gonna, you know, make those decisions for you. So, um, like I said, we ask those questions, expecting God to completely do the job, you know, about how to live pure, you know, how to live to God, how to live for God while single, right? It's a decision. It's a sum of decisions that we have to make. And I'm just seeing this now, um, you know, just out of observation, you know, and I, I it kind of just bewilders me, you know, when there's a church service or something and, you know, a prophet comes into town and, you know, we were just so addicted to what they have to say. But what they don't understand is that these things won't come to pass unless you make the correct decisions. Right. Uh, the prophet could say so many wonderful things, you know, um, it's not wonderful all the time, but, it, you know, that he or she could say so many wonderful things. But if it's a it's a based on your decisions that you make really when they do do that and you do have a prophecy or a word over your life that's really the cause of a process and when you're processing you you're being pushed in the corner to make some decisions and these decisions will better your life because if you didn't have pressure right if you didn't have god squeezing you you know to make certain decisions you wouldn't make them right so um, sometimes the solutions we seek are things that sometimes the solutions we seek are things that we refuse to do. So, you know, we'll ask God and we'll pray to God to do things or whatever. And, you know, and these are things that we refuse to do. And that's why I love it. Like I said, my pastor, he kind of said something like that. And Sunday, I'm like, we just in such alignment, you know, with that. You know, we want God to do it all. We want him to do the things that we refuse to do, right? Instead of us just making a decision because making a decision for us means we have to uh, put our flesh under. We have to put it under subjection. We have to tell it no, right? But we want God to magically just do something for us. You know, he's not a genie, right? He's not a magician. He can't wave a wand and be like, okay, you know, it's all over because you asked me. No, you have to condition your body. You know how when you exercise or, you know, for I remember when I was on the cheerleading team in my high school, I had to, I wasn't ready to cheerlead and do all those things that they wanted us to do, those toe touches and all those things that they wanted to do. We had to go through condition, get conditioning every season, right? We had to get our bodies used to the um, exertion right that we had to do during the, to, to cheer during these games right we had to run Not, things that did had nothing to do with cheerleading yet but we had to work those muscles 
right? That would get us prepared to 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 do the cheerleading, to do the um, building, you know, when they put people up and throw them and, you know, stuff like that. We had to prepare for that. We could, you can't just walk somewhere and just say, hey, I'm going to be able to do this and do these toe touches or whatever. You end up having a cramp in your leg, break something, you know, because you haven't conditioned your body, right? Yep, got to lay yourselves down, die daily. You do. So your decisions that you make in alignment to God is conditioning you for your purpose. It's conditioning you for the promise, right? And God is really looking at right now the decisions that we make. And sometimes, no, all the time, all it takes, what you're crying to God for, what you are just really just in agony in uh, cycles for requires a decision. Make a choice. Is you going to do this? And God telling some of us, is you going to do it or you're not? It's up to you because I can't do so much. I want you to do it, but I want you to want it, right? Amen. <laughs> so, um, and I love this and I don't know because I can't see the names on here, um, but uh, Deshaun had put up something on his post. I told him, I was like, I'm going to note this down for Emotion Monday. And I love that he uh, reposted it from somebody else. And it said, you choosing God, your decision to obey God is inspiring someone else. Right? I read it again. You choosing God, your decision to obey God is inspiring someone else. So think about that, you know, just all in a nutshell of what I just said. Your decisions is inspiring someone else. Right? Your decisions to even just seek God in things is inspiring someone else because a lot of us out here think that it's too hard right it's too hard to live purely and righteously it's too hard you know to make that decision you know just even in the natural to work out to lose weight to you know uh be disciplined enough to get up early you know to write a book to all of that right but if you you know other people are looking at the decisions that you make good and bad right you are influencing somebody with your decisions it's not all about you right you are influencing somebody with the decision so again you are inspiring someone even choosing god your decision to obey god is inspiring someone and it's not obvious you know i'll put that pen in there it's not obvious everybody's not going to come by the droves and say how much you inspire them because you choose to follow Christ. You have no idea how many people are watching you, how many people are following your steps, right? And not saying anything. And that's not bad, right? Who, who, where does it say in the Bible where people have to give you accolades for following him? They don't say that in the Bible. You know, it doesn't say you always have to draw a fan club. You always have to, you know, have all of this, have all these followers followers on social media to show that you are effective in the kingdom of God. It never says that in the Bible. You have to have, uh, uh, you know, all of these people. Jesus had a large following, but at the same time, and in some cases, Jesus was healing people. And sometimes he told them, don't say nothing. And they said something. 
and that's how it got started but i think it's because it was just the progression of the time he didn't want his maybe his time you know for the ministry to end you know to come sooner than what it was but um you know it's it's not um you know glamorous you know to choose god to make decisions to obey god but you are inspiring someone so i love that and i want to put that pin in there you know um because basically this is what it's about making decisions to please god you you, you you somebody watching you are encouraging someone to be brave enough to make these decisions right uh let's see so i said um this is a quote that i looked when i re was doing my research god gives us the gift of free will so that we can make decisions and choose to love him so we have to look at that our ability to make decisions is a gift sometimes we want like i said we want god to make the decisions for us but you think about it if god made all these all of these decisions for us how will we ever be molded and developed right we have to have some bumps and 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 stuff along the way and think about how those bumps developed us so, you know, he gives us the gift of free will so that we can make decisions and choose to love him. You know, in the, in, in the grand scheme of things, God always wants us to choose to love him. He will never want to make you love him, right? He will show you himself in hopes that you do love him. Like, oh my God, God, you are mighty. And not just his hand, right? Just him being who he is, you know, just this mighty, massive, thing that I, I mean i just can't even he's just so i can't comprehend i can't even wrap my mind you know how he creates things and you know so in hopes of him revealing himself to you 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 would want to love him right make the decision to love him and it just reminded me when i was studying this i don't know if you guys know the song i think it's a country music song and then they kind of remade it a couple times but in one of the lyrics, or if this might be the song name, it's like, I can't make you love me, right? I can't, Jesus can't make you love him. He wants you to choose him. And in him showing himself in our lives daily, he's just sitting there looking like, maybe this is the day, right? Maybe this is the day they'll choose me. Maybe this is the day that they'll, they'll make a decision to please me, to obey to do these things that will cause them to be in obedience, right? Just sitting there, just waiting, just like, you know, <laughs> I'm hoping they'll get it today, right? So, um, you know, even in the decisions, if, if it feels like it's hard to make decisions, we have to remember that God already gives us the tools that we need, right? Um, to make these decisions. And sometimes we try to make these decisions on our own, without guidance even the decisions that we make it needs guidance so we need to ask him for guidance and wisdom sometimes we don't know how much we have in us until we ask god right well god how do i, I want to make the decision to do this but how right right how could you guide me could you lead me and which is the importance of having the holy spirit holy spirit to guide you right you're asking you know just in the spirit like well Lord, I don't think I'm able to do this. Like, how can I make this decision? This is a hard decision. 
and he'll tell you you got it you know and let me show you how because you don't know what's in you yet right so you know we we know the um even in our decisions regardless of the decisions everything is not lost so i don't want you don't want you guys leaving you know this this right here <laughs> saying like oh my god i got it you know beating yourself up that you have to make the right decisions every time god knows we're gonna make some wrong turns we're gonna make some wrong decisions we're gonna go down the wrong road right but you know um everything is not lost everything is not lost when we make decisions so you know when you feel that way that's where that condemnation sets in right you're thinking about the choices that you made it's causing you to refuse to go forward you know you can't move forward because you feel like well i made this decision no matter what it is i made the decision and god you will never forgive me right you 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 can't forgive this decision that i made like what am i gonna do <laughs> you know how can you have a future for me and i made this i did this right i made this happen i made these choices you know i messed it all up and it's not true right you know romans 8 and 28 which we you know, it's a familiar passage of scripture. You know, all things work together for those that, you know, love the Lord. All things work together for our good. Those who love the Lord and are the called, right? All of it works together. So like I said in the beginning, when I was talking about my story, about the decisions that I made and never would have imagined, even with the decisions that I made, that I landed in this spot, right? But you know it's like you have to make a decision either way no matter what it is you have to make a decision and you know gotta if you're the call gotta bump you like no nope, no nope, go over here like i maybe not should have not have been down this road but go over here you know just reminds me of the children of israel you know what was a long journey what was supposed to be a short journey turned into such a long process right because of choices because of <laughs> things that they did so i just want us to be in a position where we want to listen to god the first time even though he'll work things out even if we choose the wrong thing but you know i want us to make decisions the first time you know good decisions the first time right so like i said regardless of the decisions everything is not lost god can turn mess for our good and for his glory right God can turn mess for our good and for his glory. He gets, I mean, the way how God turns mess for his glory. And it's because if you look at a mess with our human eyes, we'll be like, well, God, I wouldn't have thought, you know, nobody, I wouldn't have thought nothing good could come from that. But when God shows up and he gets in the midst of it, and fix it turn that thing around that's how you come a closer relationship with god because you've had that encounter right it's amazing <laughs> so uh james 1 and 5 if you need wisdom ask our generous god and he will give it to you he will not rebuke you for asking so if you're having a tough decision or tr or trying to make one or not that you let god make the decision but it's hard for you to make one ask him you know, that's that thing, you know, with 
people being afraid of asking God questions or what they say, questioning God. You can ask God questions. It say right here, he will not rebuke you for asking because that means you're after his heart, right? You want to see what he thinks, what he thinks matters. And you're, you're showing that you want to listen. You're showing that you want your ears open to his guidance, right? And I remember, and this is so funny, I was listening to something and they're talking about asking about wisdom. And I remember there was a time in my life where I was reading and studying and I was reading on Solomon, right? Um, and I just saw what wisdom did for him, right? And I was in my situation and I'm like, well, Lord, shoot, you know, I'm like, and I was afraid to ask. I'm going to tell you, I was afraid to ask. I asked, I'm like, well, God, you know, if this is, if this is a thing to ask, I was like, could you give me the wisdom of Solomon? And that was years ago. I said, could you give me the wisdom of Solomon? I was so, I was so scared to ask. Because you got to understand, asking for wisdom like that, you know, you have to understand what comes with wisdom. It's not easy to carry, you know, God's wisdom and the wisdom that he gives you because carrying that kind of wisdom will cause enemies. It will cause, you know, just all kinds of just attacks. It will just cause you even to be ever the more accountable <laughs> because you, you, you can't necessarily be punished for what you don't know. But if you know a lot and God imparts wisdom to, to that, you, there's no excuse. If you do something, God will be like, you know better. <laughs> you knew that. Like, don't act like you know. Now it's turning into something else because you knew, right? So, you know, wisdom ain't nothing to play with. So if you do ask God for wisdom, well, I was asking for the wisdom of Solomon. But if you do ask God for wisdom, just know it's another side to it. But it's it's good to ask God for wisdom. You know, you want Him with his wisdom to make these decisions that we all need to make in this season. Because I believe that in this season, we're all faced with, with these, roads and these avenues that we have to make choices and some avenues are really tempting right um because it's a season where a lot of things are just being available for us being uh touchable for us and we have to make these right decisions because some of these things are tempting right and and even in this season where god wants to do so much for us guess what else is going to open up it's counterfeit doors that will open up so you know um we have to think about our decisions so if you guys want to take anything away from what i uh, taught tonight is to be careful and make you know go to god and seek wisdom in your decisions in this season um, something can easily come up that you may be waiting for. And if it seems like it's too fast, I guarantee you to really pray about it and go to God about it because with the patterns, how I know the, the, the enemy is, it'll come up fast. It'll come up really fast and not enough time for you to, right, to think rationally about some things, able to go in prayer a little bit, you know, um, you'll know and it feels off. Like it feels funny. It just, it don't feel right. You know, that's a counterfeit door or that's a counterfeit opportunity, you know, or whatever. 
So, you know, just make sure, you know, you make these correct decisions when so much stuff is just flying open or, and it looks like opportunities, right? <laughs> so I thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I hope this blessed you, helped you in some kind of way, made you aware about your decisions. Your decisions will, will shape you, will shape this path, will shape this journey, um, that you're on with God, you know, but go to him with it all, no matter what it is. Don't be ashamed to ask God about anything, anything. Don't say, well, God, I can ask you about that. No, he already knows. If it's in your heart, he knows it. We don't know it. You know, the heart is this deceitfully uh, wicked. Who knows it? He do, but we don't. <laughs> right. So he already knows. So I thank you guys for tuning in. Um, Really quick, you guys know I have to do this. Um, this is, you know, because um, people listen to this podcast and I thank God for it, right? I thank God that people listen to this from different countries and different places. And so you never know. So in Romans 10 and 9, I'm going to say that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. So, you know, like I say, every Monday that I'm on here, it is with your heart, right? God knows within your heart. God knows if you 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 want him, right? So you have to believe in your heart that God raised, you know, his only begotten son from the dead, you know, and you'll be saved, you know, and it's with your mouth that you, that you confess it. So even if you feel it in your heart, it's good to just get that out and confess, right? Um, it's easy as that. You don't have to wait till Sunday. You don't have to wait for a Bible study. You can do this in your home, right? And get that peace and get that, you know, reward of knowing that you're in that safety, you know, with God, that safe place. And then don't stop there. Pray about where to go and to continue to learn and to get more of God. And especially a place that it ministers, that teaches about the Holy Spirit. Because you can't do the things of God without the Holy Spirit. No matter what nobody, anybody tell you, you can't do anything without the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs> so I thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I promise I'm going to do more Thought of the Days. I've been kind of slacking off a little bit on those. But share this with whoever you um, believe would need this. And I will check you guys uh, on another day. All right. See you later. Bye-bye.